Up next, an update for you, the latest automotive developments. Lots of fluidity out there at the moment too, and not just because of the prevailing apocalypse. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands off their brand new cars. Hit me up on the website for that. First up, okay, and this is not a joke, Honda will announce this week the extent to which it will destroy the brand in Australia. The options on the table appear to be Honda could pull out entirely or pull out partially and install an independent distributor to kind of take the blame for any further destruction or bone about one third of its dealers nationally, that's about 30 or 40 dealers, but remain here and pretend it's all good. This announcement is going to be made on Friday, the 27th of March, that's this coming Friday, subject to the undead, of course, and their voracious appetite for toilet tissue and attendant knock-on effects. I will keep you posted on Honda. Definitely do not buy a Honda this week until we know what's happening, but if you own one already, just hang on to it. The resale value there has already tanked. Mensa-grade genius senior cops in most Schittsville jurisdictions have suspended large-scale random breath-testing operations in an attempt to slow down the zombie apocalypse. And like world-class fuckwits, there's no other way to put it, they announced this decision publicly. Why not just send a gilt-edged friggin' invitation by carrier pigeon to every antisocial asshole in the nation that it's suddenly okay to drink and drive? For a set of organisations that is supposed to be able to manage operational security reliably and with Easter approaching, this is an epic, incompetent call of ScoMo-esque proportions. I mean, cancel random breath-testing operations, okay, just keep it to yourselves, dickheads. In other drink-driving news, BMW marketing geniuses here in Chitsville have partnered up with a hyper-wank whiskey distillery in Tunekistan, which used to be called uh, Tasmania, if memory serves. It's called Sullivan's Cove. Elite wankers who purchase an 8 Series will get a bottle of Sullivan's Cove whiskey yes, in a commemorative steel barrel. And presumably they'll also get, you know, the standard reach around. Plus a roll of toilet paper cleverly recomposited from Murdoch early edition newspapers, which is just perfect for right-wing assholes when the shelves at your local supermarket are bare. Tony Sesto, who has the easiest job on earth, marketing manager of BMW Xjaya, <laughs> just give it to the ad agency, mate, and fire them if that doesn't work, said, BMW's collaboration with Sullivan's Cove truly captures the essence of time and powerful presence of the new 8 Series. We are absolutely delighted to share this special experience with 8 Series owners. Captures the friggin' essence of time. Won't theoretical physics be pleased? Words friggin' fail me on this. A collaboration between a car importer and a whiskey distillery 
does what friggin' Fermilab cannot. Yes. Captures the essence of time. Alcohol and cars, dude, it's a bad look. This is like marketing optics 101. What were you thinking? Okay, so it's taken them only about 20 years to make this particular call, but Hyundai has finally decided to bone the Elantra. And also, not bone the Elantra. Keeping with the physics theme here, it's the Schrodinger's frigging cat of Elantra boning. <laughs> Elantra will morph into the I-30 sedan, as they say in the West, which it should have always been. And that will happen, obviously, when the waveform collapses in the middle of the friggin' year, when the new model lobs with its distinctive, quote, parametric dual pattern grille. Nice bit of meaningless wank speak there from the marketing department. Should humanity survive until then and history repeat, the new I-30 with the formerly designated Elantra sedan now under the I-30 rubric should outsell the current king of small cars, which obviously is the Corolla, at least here in Shitsville. And of course, if senior executive Hyundai dudes took the bold step of making a fastback i30 available down below the end performance grade, a trio of i30 body shapes could doubtless celebrate the end of 2020 by respectfully pissing all over Corolla's grave. Now, a brief word about the current situation. I know I speak for every individual in humanity when I say, would every damn company I have ever done business with, however tangentially, no matter how friggin' long ago, kindly stop fucking emailing me to tell me how important my safety and security is to them and how well they are prepared for the ongoing apocalypse. This kind of thing is entirely unhelpful, I'd suggest, and serves only to ramp up tension at the supermarket among the brain dead. My own extensive research into zombie apocali, apocali, apocopi. It's got to be apocopi. It's Latin, obviously, which I just made up. All of my research into zombie apocopi, based on binge-watching tactical hottie Mila Jovovich in the Resident Evil franchise on Netflix leads me to the inescapable conclusion that the better prepared one presumes to be in the face of a zombie apocalypse, the more of a friggin' shit show it inevitably becomes. So there's that. So, thank you for reaching out, rubberdogshitemporium.com. That's not funny. But kindly do shut the fuck up on the apocalyptic reassurance email front because I really have... No need of any more hand-knitted ballistic raffia <laughs> cockwarmers. Despite the fact they are very nice and you are overstocked, I am simply not interested, no matter how much more free the shipping becomes. I actually don't give a shit if the four horsemen themselves ride out of hell personally to chat with me, sternly, I admit, concerning my conduct over the past 56 years. I'm all stocked up on ballistic cock warmers.
think of it, maybe I do need another ballistic cock warmer. The shops might be closed for some time and I don't want to find myself out there, you know, getting cold cocked. That's the power of the Ming Mole right there. I think you'd agree. They're coercive witchcraft. They can make you want to buy anything. Senior executive assholes at Mazda here in Shitsville are playing a high-level game of smoke and mirrors with their in-house finance offerings. And what happens is you give them a term and you estimate the Ks that you will drive over that term and they give you back what they will call a guaranteed future value. And does that not sound just epically reassuring? Presumably this guaranteed future value has a string of caveats in fine print that <coughs> stretches right over the friggin' horizon, but don't worry about that in the moment, certainly. At the end of the term, if it all goes according to plan, you trade in and the agreed value goes towards another brilliantly new Mazda, or you pay them the agreed value and you drive off into the sunset in your old shitty Mazda. Big Bindi, who minds the Mazda Shitsville shop until the world ends, said, adding to customer peace of mind, Mazda Assured also provides each customer with a personalised interest rate calculated on their individual circumstances, in addition to a guaranteed future value that ensures they'll always know the minimum value that Mazda Finance has set for their vehicle at the end of their loan term. Pro tip dickhead, pretty much all financiers conduct a risk assessment on all loan applications and the interest rate you are offered reflects that risk assessment. Thus, I'd suggest a personalised interest rate is in no way a novel thing, at least not that I can see. A guaranteed future value and a balloon payment how are they substantially different operationally if you just manage to structure your finance responsibly? I mean, in practice, how do they differ? <sighs> Nobody at Mazda added, if we sex this up well enough, most successful applicants won't even feel us slipping it in deep. This is almost as brilliantly deceitful as 0% Finance. Moving to Kia now, the prick tease is finally over, thankfully, and the new Sorrento has been officially unveiled on Facebook following the cancellation of the Geneva Motor Show where it was to debut. The change to a virtual venue is thus a result of the zombie apocalypse in Europe. I don't think that's ever happened before. I don't know. I'd have to do research. Petrol, diesel and hybrid powertrains are going to be available, but because senior federal government dick tips here do not impose fuel economy standards on car makers, mainly because they enjoyed, let's call it appeasing, Holden and Ford for so many decades historically, we will not get the hybrids. So well done there, regulators. We'll get the current 2.2 diesel in about June and the 3.5 V6 in about October, subject to the ongoing impact of undead toilet tissue hoarders on global shipping and manufacturing. Finally, of course, the peak body representing Australian car reviewers, the Chamber of Unified Motoring Professionals Shitsville, or Chumps as it is widely known, has requested an urgent meeting with former mediocre tourism marketing executive Scum Morrison regarding the impact of the zombie apocalypse on senior 
executive car reviewers. Following the cancellation of the Geneva Motor Show, Chumps became concerned about how its members will maintain their Platinum One frequent flyer statuses. Or is that friggin' state eye? I can never remember. In a prepared statement, Chumps said, Our members are essential to the functioning of society and quite concerned that they might not be treated like rock stars for as long as several weeks during the crisis. Some are confronted at the prospect of living at home and being forced to interact with their families for several days at a time. Others are concerned they might forget how to operate the controls of a seat in first class. Doubtless more of these innocent victims will experience withdrawal when they don't get to eat a whole braised swan in one sitting washed down with a bucket of Verve Clicquot on a weekly basis up there and around a bit in Western Europe. This really is a crisis. Chumps added, some of our members might be required by their employers to report actual news if the crisis intensifies. You have to remember these people left journalism years ago to pursue a career in corporate appeasement bordering on fellatio. The demands of reporting actual news could have a serious impact on the community at this stressful time. Amen to that. I don't see eye to eye with chumps all that often, but on this, we agree. Trust me, the last thing society needs right now is a bunch of car reviewers attempting to practice actual journalism. Why do you think they became car reviewers in the first place? I also have grave concerns for the families. Weeks on end, stuck with them on lockdown. I'd rather stay in frigging Gitmo. 